Hello everyone, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. Feel free to hit hit up our official Twitter account at ICSativaPodcast. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a patron and support us. We plan on doing big things with our humble little projects such as going to trade shows, visiting other MMJ or recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. You can do that by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. Again, that's www.anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. There's some very bad news coming out of the land of the sunshine state. Um, Florida House Health Committee just passed the THC cap bill out of their committee. And what this bill is going to do is is it's going to cap THC on, on, on cannabis flower to 10%. So these lawmakers, having just legalized smokable cannabis through Senate Bill 182 that the governor just signed and allow the patients to have whole flower cannabis, you know, instead of having it in their ceramic um, flower jails or whatever. Now that now they now that they're not now that they had to take a loss in and actually allowing what the uh, medical patients and what the people of Florida voted on two, three years ago. They voted 71% to legalize medical marijuana, and that included all forms. You know, it did not include a ban on unsmokable cannabis like these lawmakers have have put forth and and, and, and have, have allowed up until SB 182. But, again, they can't, they don't like taking losses, so... They have to be tyrants in other ways, and this is one of the ways they're continuing to, to continue to practice tyranny on, on on the medical patients of Florida and, and trying to get between a doctor-patient relationship. Um, so let me just one moment, one moment. All right. So this let me read an article from. From newspress.com and then I'll read some of the committee members that are responsible for this tyranny we'll name and shame them the people in this committee that pushed push this through all right so let me read the article Tall- Tallahassee veterans would get free medical marijuana identification cards the level of THC would be kept in weed for smoking 
and it would be harder for sick children to get full strength medical pot under a house proposal slated for its first vetting Wednesday. The legislation proposed by House Health and Human Services Chairman Ray Rodriguez R. Estero also would set limits on the potency of medical marijuana and edibles and fast track the state health department's medical pot rule making process. While the House bill would set what many consider a low cap of THC no a low cap of 10% on the level of THC in whole flower products for smoking the daily amount of THC would be permitted in edible products 7000 milligrams for a 35 day supply or 200 milligrams a day is higher than what what most patients would consume according to industry experts so let me interrupt that for a second it doesn't matter if that's higher than what most patients would consume that isn't a decision that should ever be left up, left up to square lawmakers who don't consume cannabis and hold cannabis in contempt and its users in contempt that shouldn't be up to it shouldn't be up to these lawmakers who don't really who are primed to not like cannabis to begin with to make these laws or make these rules rather it should be up to the doctors prescribing and recommending cannabis to their patients not not lawmakers not governors but I digress. Let's let's finish reading this uh, article. Critics blasted the House proposal as an attempt to essentially guts the re- legislature's recent repeal on a ban on smokable medical marijuana. Governor DeSantis pushed for the repeal, which he quickly signed into law two weeks ago. The House reluctantly agreed to the repeal after. It- the new governor threatened to drop the state's appeal of the court decision that found the smoking ban violated a voter-approved constitutional amendment broadly legalizing medical marijuana. Penn Polara, the campaign manager of a political committee that led efforts to pass the 2016 constitutional amendment, called the House's latest approach ironic. The proposal basically acts as a tax on patients by causing them to spend more money to buy marijuana to achieve the same effect as if the caps were not in place, Polaris said in a telephone interview Tuesday. The other irony is it would result in patients having to smoke more medical marijuana to achieve the desired effect, he said. If there are two things the Florida House hates, it's higher taxes and smokable marijuana. And this has the functional impact of doing both. Tetrahydrocannabidiol, or THC, is the intoxicating ingredient in marijuana that produces a euphoric effect. Levels of THC in plants grown by medical marijuana operators average around about 20% or more, numerous growers in Florida said. The Senate does not have a version of the House bill, but said Sen- Senator Jeff Brandes told the news service of Florida on Tuesday he believes the proposal will be merged with a bill, SB 1618, that would increase the minimum tobacco 
smoking age in Florida from 18 to 21. This legislation is a priority of David Simmons, Alamonte Springs Republican, who is, a, who is the top lieutenant of President Bill Galvo, Galvno, Republican Br Brandington. You see what is playing out here. There are negotiati negotiations going on behind the scenes to blend all these things together. If that happens, there's a good chance this could all come to pass. And to me, the House really wants this to pass. We should have a conversation about the licensure structure and horizontal integration, said Brandy's uh, St. Petersburg Republican, who pushed for more liberal medical marijuana laws for years and was referring to the other hot-button issues involving medi medical marijuana regulation. In addition, to in addition to the medical marijuana legislation, Rodriguez Committee Wednesday is slated to take up a, reg a measure, PCBHHS 19-03, similar to the Senate's proposed hike in the smoking age. The House Committee released both bills simultaneously Monday. Galvano Meanwhile, said he wants to review the House bill more closely before weighing in, adding that the Senate remains open to THC caps. Late last week, Rodriguez told the news service that the House was exploring the THC cap for smokable medical cannabis due to concerns raised in studies that link the daily use of po high-potency medical marijuana, 10% THC or more, with mental disorders such as psychosis and schizophrenia. So there is clear evidence that shows that THC that is less than 10% is medically helpful. THC that's greater than 10% is not medically helpful, and that can be harmful, Rodriguez says, said Thursday. That's maybe that is harmful, but that's up to that's up to the recommending doctors of medical marijuana to so that's up to them. It's up to them. It's up to recommending nurses or nurse practitioners or or other medical professionals that decide that medical marijuana might be helpful for a patient. That's up to that medical professional to bring up to the patient and not these lawmakers to to decide to dictate the terms of a doctor-patient relationship which is what they are trying to do by setting these rates and they're also they also don't like taking losses like I said earlier the they lost in having to repeal the no repeal the smokable cannabis ban they lost in having to do that and this is this is all part of the culture war for Republicans, you know. If 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 weed laws are loosening, then then red states lose their grip on authoritarianism in their respective Republican areas, and people become less authoritarian and become less likely to vote for politicians that are authoritarian, which a lot of Republicans are. But I digress. I don't think I don't think there's too much longer in this article, so let me finish it up. Rodriguez also pointed to studies showing that marijuana use can have negative effect on brain development in children and adolescents. A staff analysis on the House measure 
PCB HHS 19-02 bolsters Rodriguez's position on both points. Quote, the full extent of the health impact of consuming products with high concentration of THC is unknown. Research indicates that use of such products significantly increases the risk of marijuana-associated psychosis, the staff analysis said. Studies have also suggested that early marijuana use plays a role in initiating psychosis that is independent of actual use, the analysis said. Under current law, children under 18 must get two doctors to approve cannabis as a treatment. For smokable marijuana, the second doctor must be a board-certified pediatrician. The House proposal, however, would require a second opinion from a board-certified pediatrician for all forms of ingestion, including tinctures or oils for patients under 18. Use is something that they certainly seem concerned about. It seems as though the legislature is crafting laws in order to make cannabis available, but as a treatment of last resort for minors, Christian Bax, the former director of the state's Office of Medical Marijuana Use, told the news service. The switch would make it virtually impossible for many sick children to get access to anything other than low THC cannabis, Moriah Barnhart of the group Cannamom said. Barnhart's eight-year-old daughter, Dahlia, was diagnosed with brain cancer at two years old, she said. About half of the Florida families seeking cannabis treatment for their children have turned to the black market either because of the cost or because of the dearth of doctors willing to order medical marijuana for kids, Barnhart said. So what what they're doing is they're fi- they're adding another hurdle to what's already too difficult, she said in a telephone interview Tuesday. It's making it impossible unless somebody is very well off financially or and unless their child is physically well enough to travel. That means every parent is going to wind up on the black market. One group that could help in obtaining medical marijuana is veterans. Medical ma- medical marijuana patients have to obtain $75 cards from the Florida Department of Health that have to be renewed annually. This fee- This bill would waive the fee for veterans. The House proposal would give the the Department of Health the authority to craft emergency rules for medical marijuana and to allow health offices to conduct random testings testing of all forms of medical marijuana from plants to products sold at dispensaries. End of article. So a lot to unpack here. So this Ray Rodriguez guy wants to get between a doctor-patient relationship and because he holds cannabis in contempt and, you know, doesn't think it's appropriate for Floridians or is going to, again, is going to weaken his party's chances of electing people because they're going to see that this whole, this whole war, this whole drug war is just... It's, it's just an authoritarian farce. And once people see that it's an authoritarian farce waged by conservatives, you know, then the conservatives, people are going to start voting, stop voting for conservatives in the first place. It will, it will, it will, 
unearth the entire mask of what that entire party has been doing on a, on a culture war level for so many decades. That's the real reason why Republicans don't like weed. If, if, I, if, if I'm to be honest, and, and if I'm to be honest in my speculation. But that's, that's, that's what I really feel is going on. And it's just, it's crazy. And they're like, they're trying to put it on the guys that, oh, we're trying to protect children. But again, you're, I mean, it's one thing if you're trying to protect your own children and in your household, you don't consume, you don't allow your kids to, to consume cannabis for medical purposes. That's, that's on you. That's an individual decision you can make with your household. But that's not a decision you can make for all Floridians and 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 their parents and and the kids that are suffering under these illnesses. That's not that's not up to them to make. That's not up to you, Ray Rodriguez. It ain't up to you. You need to be named and shamed for this nonsense. You really do. And and another thing I'm I'm sort of seeing in this article and like and this is just like I mean it's going to be a little off topic. But this is just something I've noticed and things I've read about Florida in general. Well, I like that they're adding to that bill that they're going to waive the fee for for medical marijuana patients. No, for for veteran medical marijuana patients. That's a noble. That's great. And we should help all our, our men and women. But where, where, where is that same level of help and, and concern for poor people? Why are we deputizing our armed service people and giving them priority access to cannabis when there are poor and low income people that need it just as badly? You know, I'm not limiting this problem just to Florida. I, I, I do see this in, in a bunch of other states I read about, but we need to help out everyone. We need to help out everyone who can't afford it. You know, I can't, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just have to be a badass soldier to be able to afford your medicine. But that's, that's, that's something I've been wanting to vent about for a while, but I digress. Um, and I guess, let me, let me look for some of the other stuff that they're saying. Oh, and I, I said this earlier in the article. They're like, oh, well, they're going to put a, a, ca- a uh, uh, edible cap and while the edible cap itself isn't terrible you know they still shouldn't be doing that that should be a cap that a doctor or medical professional puts on their patients that shouldn't be something that the lawmakers are deciding and where are they pulling the 7000 milligram number being enough or too much for people it just seems like a number they're pulling out of the apartment of their own asses, if I'm to be honest. You know, they again, these are Republicans that don't like weed. They, they hate the fact that their population passed it for medical purposes. And they hate the fact that their population fought them on, on, on getting smokable cannabis available. And that they had to take an L on this. So this is their way of, of passing the aggressively... Um, of of dampening that um, victory that the patients got, they're so pissed that this thriving medical marijuana industry, which I mean, is I mean, it's how it starts in every state. It starts as medical in a lot of states, and then people see that this isn't that big of a deal, and that you know it should be legalized for adult use. Yeah, I mean the trade ain't stopping, and adult use is gonna happen in Florida at some point. May not be 
may not be this year. It certainly probably won't be by lawmakers because they can't, because we're seeing lawmakers here in this Republican-controlled Florida trying to limit potency limits. So they're, they sure as heck aren't going to pu push through a, a adult use bill. The voters are going to have to do it. And they don't want voters to do it because, again, less people would vote for authoritarian Republicans if, if, if cannabis were legal or if cannabis were available for adult use. They would see the game that a, the conservatives pulled on them and would lose trust in them, and, and rightfully so. I'm not saying the Democrats are any better because they, a lot of times they're obstructionists on the issue and they're, they, they believe in reefer madness or they, they try to obstruct. I've, I've seen that in my state, you know, we've, you know, we've seen that with Hickenlooper, you know, begrudgingly support, but begrudgingly, you know, implementing it because his, his, his voters made him sort of do it. You know, he didn't support it being legal, but his law, but his, his citizens went behind his back just like most of these other states and, and did it anyway despite the lawmakers not wanting it besides governors not wanting it but adult use would be bad for their business for Republicans and that's why it seems that they're fighting truth tooth and nail in my, in my estimation you know um, let me I don't want to keep this too long, so let me wrap this up. We're, we're closing in a little over 20 minutes with this episode. So I'm going to read, and I'll put this in the show notes. I'll read the the names that were on this committee that passed this through. And I'm going to leave, I'm going to especially note um, Ray Rodriguez's um, number. So, Chair, so contact the Health and Human Services Committee members. Chair Ray Rodriguez. Republican. His phone number 850-717-5076. Again, that's 850-717-5076. Vice Chair Carrie Pigman, Republican. Democratic Ranking Member Nicholas X. Duran, Democrat. Camille Cam L. Brown, Democrat. Colleen Burton, Republican, John Cortez, Democrat, Nick D. Segley, Republican, Joy Joff Marcel, Democrat, Michael Grant, Republican, Shervin D. Shev Jones, Democrat, Thomas J. Tom Leake, Republican, Marilyn Mary Lynn M. L. Magar, Republican, Scott Plackon, Republican, Mel Ponder, Republican, Spencer Roach, Republican, Emily Slotsberg, Democrat, Clay Yar Yarbor Borg Borough or Yarborough? Yeah, Clay Yarborough Republican. And those are all the names that were on the committee. So name shame Ray Rodriguez. Vote this mofo out if you live in Florida or you live in his district. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends.